Welcome to the Hypnosis NGH Podcast. I'm Eric Damon from the National Guild of Hypnotists. This podcast series offers a fun and serious look at hypnosis and offers various ideas, discuss case studies, along with NGH educational opportunities. Welcome, everybody, to the Hypnosis NGH podcast. And uh, if you all welcome our guest today, a uh, best-selling author, board-certified hypnotist, and accredited certified instructor all the way from the West Coast. I guess it's not that bad. Five hours away for me. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Flint. Welcome. Hi, Eric. Thank you. So great to be here talking about hypnosis, my favorite topic. And yeah, it's great, great to be here today with you. Thanks for having me. Wow, you're just a happening person. It's <laughs> what I love to do because there's so much energy and love, I think, in bringing people into our profession because they're excited. They've seen something about hypnosis. They've been exposed to it in some way. They're getting relief somehow, or their mother is getting relief. Their brother is getting relief and they want to be a part of it. They see a lot of problems in the world and they want to be a part of it. So helping people enter into our profession is so amazing, right? Talking with, with people who are excited about hypnosis, but don't entirely know exactly how to do it yet. So that's one of my favorite things to do is bring people in. You know, and a lot of folks are like, well, I kind of, kind of understand hypnosis, but I want the real skills or I want the real tools right. of professional hypnotists and they're hungry for more, right? So I just think it's a beautiful place place to for me to play and exist in the world because people are curious and excited about hypnosis and we get to introduce them to such a great such a great profession right well let me so, ask yeah you. that's that's where I like to play right you do those those classes what would you say to somebody they go in with enthusiasm they're 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 ready to go um but obviously there's a sustained enthusiasm that they have to have and how how do you talk to uh folks who are becoming a hypnotist to sustain that that enthusiasm because as you know i mean how long you've been doing this i was just gonna say it's my 10th year i'm just so excited we're gonna be celebrating 10 years of hypnosis eight years as a professional trainer uh, of hypnosis and so how, you know, I think, you know, it's both simple and complex. And I've, I ha- I've been doing this long enough to really be able to say this with a lot of honesty and enthusiasm. You've got to live hypnotically. It is the only way we have to. One of my uh, previous CEOs when I worked in tech would say, you got to eat your own cooking, right? And <laughs> that really means you got to write your own code. You got to use your own tools Hypnotists really need to embrace the lifestyle of living hypnotically. We need to look at what's going on in our own lives and apply hypnotic techniques, calming techniques. We need to be able to set our own goals and follow through and and reach out for help and use hypnosis in every area of our life. I mean, I integrate, I don't see any reason not to integrate hypnosis into every area of your life to make your life better. And as we do that, the stories are easy. The um, 
the ways that hypnosis are effective and practical. Here's how you, here's how hypnosis makes your life better on the way to school. Here's how hypnosis makes your life better when you spill coffee on all over your couch in the morning, right? And so hypnotists are able to express how the benefits of hypnosis just by living hypnotically and sharing the information. So we, um, you know, at Cascade Hypnosis Center where I work, we changed it from marketing and selling because um, I don't really like the idea of marketing. It always made me think of like a used car salesman. And yeah, so we've changed it to um, sharing and inviting, sharing and inviting. And so we think about it like live hypnotically share what you're doing, whether that's online, like a social media post or a blog post, like your enthusiasm will be maintained as you stay curious and you're noticing all the cool ways hypnosis is showing up in your life and then just talk about it. That enthusiasm is infectious. People want some of it, right? And so that is how I recommend people stay. They talk about how they're living hypnotically. Be authentic, be honest, and people want to ask you questions. And then, you know, the the flow continues. So, um, now, yeah, that's what I recommend. In your classes, when you talk to, talk to people who are, are taking it for the first time, is mm -hmm. part of the discussion... Because obviously you have to address the fact that it's not as simple as slapping a sign outside a building or right. advertising. Right. There's, there's a lot know, to do it, right? Exactly. And that's kind of what I thought. You know, I, you know, I came from IT. I really didn't have my own business before this. And so I kind of did think that really all you needed to do was, you know, you're going to start a business and you get your name of your business and some how like all these people, you know, then they, they just come to you. <laughs> right. And the truth is we have to tell people, we have to tell people what we're doing. So we have to talk about what you do. So, you know, talk about what you do and living hypnotically kind of go hand in hand. Right. And, um, yeah, so there's at the very beginning, um, I would say for new hypnotists, one of the keys that I think is super helpful when we're first beginning is I want new hypnotists to dedicate and decide how many hours a week are you going to work on your business at the beginning, like um, 10 hours, 15 hours, something like that. And I want you to spend those 10 or 15 hours that you're going to spend on your business, you know, and you're thinking, oh, I want to work with four clients or I want to work with five clients a month. And that's going to be this many hours, you know, at the very beginning. So one of the ways that we can be really successful right away is to take those 10 hours that you want to you know, be spending towards clients and at the beginning, spend it all towards the marketing or sharing is what I'm talking about, right? The sharing. So you're going to spend 15 hours that week doing marketing, doing sharing, right? And so this is part of the reason why I changed it because 15 hours of marketing doesn't sound fun. <laughs> but how about sharing how much fun hypnosis can be? Can you do that for a couple of hours? Can you tell an enthusiastic story of why you became a hypnotist and why you dedicated so many hours and money to do this and why it's life-changing? Can you spill out that enthusiasm for 15 hours a week and get some people interested? That's what I want you to do. And then you're going to start getting clients. And then that 15 hours is going to be filled with clients. And now you're going to be able to tell stories of client success. 
And now that success is going to help bring in new clients. Your clients will sell, you know, the practice for you, the business for you and bring in new clients because of their success. Well, it's funny. You talk about the enthusiasm and everything at the beginning with, with the, uh, the new folks you have, the students you have yeah. coming up in your courses. And I, I think that's true. I see that a lot. And I see it especially in you. And you and I have, <clears throat> you and I have really known each other in the past few years in the sense that we've, we've done uh, the continuing education, seeing yeah. each other at the convention, is that you're always enthusiastic about what you're doing. Uh, I mean, it could be as simple as introducing somebody you're, in, you're enthusiastic about it because you're in the presence of hypnosis. That's what I get when I see you. Well, thank you, Eric. I really appreciate that. You know, it's a real honor to do this work. People are coming to us with some of the greatest problems in their life, and they're sharing things with us that are private sometimes, and they're scared sometimes, and they've been carrying them that stuff around with them for so long. And I always remember that the word enthusiastic comes from entheos. That means God within, God within. And so every moment, can we be the presence that can bring healing and the end of suffering to someone just by being there for them? You know, I'm not saying that we're walking around like doing these miracles, but we can reach out a hand. And we can reach out a skilled hand and some understanding where people have been suffering for so very long. And so it's an honor to do this work. I have no, like, it's easy for me to bring the enthusiasm with it. And I just think that that's what's so important about hypnosis. It brings us to the present moment where we can be appreciative of, you know, what's here. Um, Don Martin at the Solid Gold recently um, said something like, love what you have or something. Want, want, want what you have, want what you have, want what you have. And isn't that cool? It's like, look around right now. I have all of this um, equipment to help me talk to you and share. I have a beautiful view in front of me. And it's just like, want what you have. Can we be appreciative right now and bring that enthusiasm because we want to live hypnotically and show people by um, demonstration and just by how we're acting, how you can live more freely with hypnosis. Well, I think that's very helpful with with uh, clients that you may have uh, it, when they see, you know, you being positive. Uh, um, they, they react better. They relax better. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. And we want to be real too. Right. I mean, I know my clients are suffering. I know how hard it is. I I was in the hospital over 10 years ago, nearly not wanting to be here anymore. That's what initiated my um, path into hypnosis and kind of the end of that level of suffering. So we don't want to be um, ignorant or just like it's not like super positivity. Right. I think it's this really cool, authentic balance between noticing the suffering and the the unfairness yep. in the world and at the same time saying yes and look at that beautiful sunset yep. and what can we do to make the day better or what can we focus on that really will bring us to this place of peace and understanding and connection again and then we prove to ourselves how amazing we can be again when we show up and then we bring and other people are noticing and they start wanting to do more self-love they start wanting to be there for each other as well that's true that's great and so i have to pick your brain for a second you, yeah go for it you open the door 
you said you used to do IT. So what, yep. what Erica Flint was doing what before hypnosis? Uh, yes, so I was working at IBM Almaden Research Center in San Jose, California. It's in Santa Teresa Park. It's at the top of a beautiful hill. It was a gated um, research center, gorgeous, gorgeous facility. We had deer, bobcat, tarantulas, rattlesnakes. There would be... Oh. On the intercom, nobody leave the, I don't remember the names, but no, don't leave the East Wing. There's a baby rattlesnake out there. And you do not want to mess with a baby rattlesnake because they don't know when to strike or not. They'll just bite you. I don't so, want to mess with uh, any rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I, I, I remember the first time I had to stop my car for a tarantula crossing the road. No kidding. It was... I, I was like, is that a spider crossing the road? And, you know, I'm not going to run it over. There were quail and other kind of cool animals. And um, so I stopped. And yes, it was this big tarantula crossing the road. Um, such a great place to work. So we and we were doing cognitive computing. We were doing healthcare research. Um, and my role in it was IT kind of support. I ran the website. So I did the website for IBM research. We did internal uh, we build internal systems. We had a security portal. We did, um, we had some really cool projects. Um, IBM brought me to uh, Haifa, um, to Zurich, to Africa. I spent a, a month in Tanzania, Africa, in Dodoma, uh, helping build a um, some services for the University of Dodoma through IBM. So really great company, really great um people, but I was unfulfilled, ultimately unfulfilled. And I was kind of off my spiritual path and, you know, led me to a place where now, as I look back, of course, of course, I'm so glad that I'm here now doing what I consider, and this is what I've always thought of, as now I'm using the most powerful computing device available, right? The human mind. So I've taken a lot of the understanding of programming and how we think about programming and pattern matching and execution and, you know, just kind of that mindset into what's going on in the brain, because there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of similarities and things that we just execute like a habit, right? right. And viruses, the things that are not true that we believe about ourselves, that we get rid of that. And wow, does that change things? Right. That's true. So, so that background has yeah. kind of helped you develop your own practice, your own business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially with uh, a lot of things being done online now. And, and yeah, so we so. do. We um, we do a lot of teaching online, yeah, and a lot, of, I see a lot of clients online, do a lot of teaching online. The model that we're going for now, that I'm going for now, that I see is really, really working. I'm calling it the Peloton effect. <laughs> it's like we want to have a lot of things recorded for your convenience. You can go there anytime and learn in the middle of the night. And there, and I would prefer there to be a Netflix component where it's just going to keep playing the next one, the next one, the next one, right? But we also want to have a lot of live classes so that you could show up and get the experience and the inspiration of the live events. And this is one of the things that I will be talking about at the NGH this August, 
will be this um, workshop model where you're able to show up and teach live because people want to see you live. They want, you know, it's easier, you know, more compelling when people are showing up live. And so we're teaching two to three times live to a public audience every week to bring in people, bring in students, bring in clients. You, it's interesting. You got to find a happy balance between online and live. Um, yeah, yeah. People do want that now. I, that that human inter interaction is wanted. Either for, you know, it could be a client or it could be uh, somebody you're teaching. Um, <clears throat> you know, as well as the the convenience of of being online. So I think they both go hand in hand. And those who can find the happy medium of doing both are going to be very successful. Right, right. Well, um, there's only, I mean, we're really going to help a lot of our clients live because we can catch things, right? We can slow, we can use our hypnotic techniques to slow the situation down enough. And this is why it's always helpful to have someone else help you with things, whether it's a professional hypnotist or just a friend, just slowing things down enough. And that's What's so great about live because there's another person there. And this is when you're working with a professional hypnotist, they'll, whoa, whoa, what? Slow it down, what happened right there, right? And so always working live with another person is always gonna be preferable, but there are certain things that benefit that style of thing, building up a hypnotic practice or any practice, I should say, meditation or hypnosis, whatever you are you know, desiring, but building up a practice so that you know how to calm down your nervous system when you want to, you know how to clear your mind when you want to. Those are the skills that people should be practicing every day. Those are the skills that we should be teaching in school, in my opinion, how to stay calm. What are our emotions for? That type of thing, I think, would go a long way to helping people feel safer and have better conversations at a younger age, right? That's true. Right. So we can practice those style of things every single day. And I think, you know, we can get it down. I'm doing something every day for about five minutes. I do the alpha sequence in, in about five minutes. So I've got, I've worked myself up to that. Right. But um, then when you need it, right, you can lean into that practice. So I do like to have a lot of those style of things that are supporting people being excellent, supporting them being awesome, recorded, and then show up regularly for the live stuff so we can slow it down and we can get that live um, component. No, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So you're going to be at this year's NGH convention. Absolutely. Wouldn't miss it. Always love coming. August 11th, 12th, and 13th in Marlboro, Massachusetts, and you're going to be presenting, which we're yes. excited to have you do that. Um, how many years have you been coming to the convention? This will be, I think this will be my 10th year because it's, maybe it's my ninth year and it'll be my eighth year presenting. So um I'm not quite sure whether it's 10 or nine. <laughs> I came my very first year, um, but I, I'm not sure if that was my ninth year or the 10th year. So it's been, it's been a long time. Um, <laughs> the convention is great. Um, and I love seeing the people there, right? It's not just about the education, which is fantastic, but 
um, seeing people, learning new techniques, making those connections really matter, really matter, not just at the beginning of being a hypnotist, but continuing. We don't, you know, a lot of hypnotists start their business as an entrepreneur and they think that means they have to do it all by themselves. <laughs> but we have an entire profession of people who are building hypnosis businesses. You do not have to do it all by yourself. As a matter of fact, there are so many people who have success in particular areas that you can pick up on by coming to this convention. Don't reinvent the wheel. Come and learn how to do the funnel marketing and the email and how to do short form videos and come and learn all of that stuff from people who are having success with it at the convention. See, that, that, that is smart. I mean, that's that's the one thing I, I think is really big is that that folks can attend the convention no matter what direction you want to go in right. as a hypnotist. There's somebody there who can help guide you in what they've learned. And yeah. even the even the um, programs that talk about mistakes, it's nice to hear, you know, that people do make mistakes and learn from others so that you hopefully don't make the same. Yeah, absolutely. I talk about that stuff quite a bit when I'm when I'm teaching on, you know, Google advertising. Here are the things that I, you know, here's where I wasted $500 in a day. Oops, yeah. <laughs> don't do this, right? I laugh about some of the things that I've done and it's sweet and it's lovely. I always remember and I want all of our new hypnotists and experienced ones too, to love yourself. Remember, this isn't easy. We're all out here trying to figure things out. So some of the things that I used to think were so, you know, dumb or silly, I just, I just think it's adorable now. I just think it's adorable. And it allows me to continue to know that I, I know what I'm doing and I don't know what I'm doing. So I allow myself to make all sorts of mistakes and learn from them and continue and get better. Right. And that's what friends are for, right? Too at the hypnosis at, at the NGH, because you can learn uh, and have a group of friends where you're all uh, sharing and growing and learning together. Right. So yeah, you that's don't what, have to be lone hypnotist. <laughs> that's one of the things I noticed at the convention is that, you know, even everyone goes into the different classes of, of whatever they, they want to do. And yeah. But then you see all these little gatherings outside of the classrooms, people meeting others for the first time, talking about different techniques, even just talking in general about um, their different it's, practices and things. And it, right. it definitely brings everyone together. Yeah, and it's really friendly. I mean, I love that that little open area there. I just sit down wherever so that I can meet new people. And it's just really nice to be in an environment where everyone is friendly and everyone is, oh, you know, and, you know, what's going on with you and what's your practice like, um, where it feels safe and comfortable to share with someone that you've never met before, right? It's fun to be in an environment like that. No, that's true. So yeah. you're doing two seminars this year, is that correct? Two seminars. Yes, I'm talking one on uh, learn a systematic framework for teaching engaging classes and workshops to grow your hypnosis practice. This is a reusable framework that people, uh, we're having a lot of success with that is allowing us to teach three live group classes every week and everything that would go with that. Um, in including what is the call to action? What are we driving people to? How are we getting them to show up? What are the titles of the classes that are working for us? 
Um, and we're getting great success with this right now. We're continuing to do it every week. So we'll have even more, more info to share by the time August rolls around. And we have some um, uh, handouts, right? I love handouts. I love handouts. I love things printed out. I love them to look nice. And I want my clients to put them up on, the, on their refrigerator, up on their bathroom wall because it's visual and we want to remind our clients of the positive things in life. There's too much negativity. The negativity bias is everywhere, right? So let's get them to start putting things up on the wall. So we've got some really high quality handouts, non-branded handouts for newer hypnotists or anybody. So you don't have to design your own stuff and these can be used for almost anything that you want to teach. Again, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can come to this class and get started teaching classes easily with the material that we'll provide for you in this course. And the second one is help clients eliminate emotional eating with these top for performing hypnosis strategies. Um, and this is about helping clients get rid of sugar cravings. Yeah, it's a big one, right? I have a lot of experience with helping people lose weight. I've got people down your weight, which always disappears on my green screen and lighter and, you know, helping people free themselves from the burden of emotional eating, right? Eating too much and feeling guilty about it. Eating too much and feeling guilty about it. So this specific, this is a really kind of more narrow course for me. A lot of the, uh, the courses I've talked about how to help people with the reprogram your weight system in a broader aspect and the, and the high level understanding of reprogram your weight. This is more of a narrowed down course into kind of this specific, how can we help people when they're feeling the craving in that, in that moment? What are the tools and techniques we can help them when they're about ready to put a cupcake in their mouth or they feel like they are out of control? So uh, I'm excited to get this material out there. That's great. You know, you, you travel all the way from the West Coast. Yes, I do. I will leave at 5 a.m. in the morning, probably on Thursday, and I'll I'll make it to the NGH there in Marlboro, probably around 6 p.m. So it's a it's a it's a 13 hour travel day. It's not that bad. Right. It's not that bad. It's not know. like going to Tanzania or Zurich or something like that or Australia. Right. So. So we were thinking about, you know, bringing a, a bunch of folks over across the street to do some axe throwing on Thursday night. Uh, you, you're going to be too tired. I would love that. I would absolutely <laughs> love that. I didn't know there was an axe throwing there. And I see, I can't even tell if you're serious or not, but honestly, I was at something last week and they had axe thrown. So I kind of think you're serious. I am serious. We were talking about Thursday night when, you know, before everything really starts with the three yeah. days. Is there something fun we could do? Or no, you don't have to go too far. Uh, and they do axe throwing that's right across the street. And we were like, I think that's a great idea. That would be I, a I had thought a few years ago, I was like, should we be playing softball in the backfield here <laughs> as a group? And I'm like, no, I can't imagine everybody out there playing softball. Like, I don't know if that's the right um, <laughs> event. <laughs> axe throwing is, right? <laughs> yeah, I think axe throwing. I'm. I just, like, I want the picture of me, Eric, with, I might even get a special little thing, right, with the, right, I think that would be cool, right? All right, plan on it, because I think we're okay. going <laughs> to. I'll be there, I'll be there. All right, so 
to wrap up the convention thought, what would you say to somebody who's on the fence if they should attend the convention or not? I would say absolutely show up. It's a it's a hell yes for me. I always get way more out of it than I want, and you will too. You're going to learn something. You're going to meet people, and the the nuggets of information that you're going to get from that are priceless. Priceless. So absolutely go to the convention. Do everything that you possibly can to get there, and you will never regret it. You'll make good friends. You'll learn something, and it'll it'll probably launch your practice further than if you had not gone. So you'll make the money back easily. Excellent. So is there anything else that you'd like to add that I, you know, like uh, what does Erica Flint do when she's not doing hypnosis? Do you play softball? When I'm, well, I'm always doing hypnosis to some degree, but I'm dancing probably. Some people might know that. I love dancing. I use it as a way to kind of manage my state if I'm nervous or upset um, or I find myself not being certain how, what to do. I find I find as an entrepreneur, I'm often in a state of uncertainty. I'm not, should I do this? Should I do that? There's like a billion options for everything. And so I tend to use music and dancing when I feel uncertainty, when I feel like my conscious mind is kind of starting to scramble and try and find an answer, I'm gonna go dance. My conscious mind has, expressed or expired its ability to be of service. So I'm gonna go dance. And so that physical component um, is gonna help me. It's gonna help move some angst out of my body and guaranteed by the end of that, I'm probably gonna have an idea. I'll at least feel better. But what I'd like to share, I would say, Eric, first of all, is thank you. Thank you for the work that you do for the NGH. Thank you for running the organization and, and uh, you and Jay and all the, the hard work that you guys do to help us continue to practice hypnosis and bring this amazing technique and skill and loving uh, process to people. So you hypnotists out there, um, thank you for doing what you do. Please lean into your own hypnotic techniques and just knowing that um, we want you to be exactly who you are being exactly as you are as a hypnotist. We don't need copies of hypnotists. We need people to be authentic and share your love and your glory with the world. So please, this is permission to be exactly who you are. We wanna see more of you out there. So join us at the convention. Please come up and introduce yourself to me if I don't know who you are. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Hypnosis NGH podcast. You're welcome to share your ideas for future podcasts by emailing us, nghpodcast at ngh.net.